Hey, good evening, everybody. I am your host on the Good Life Podcast, David B. Foster. And, of course, you know, the B is for a bless. So happy to be back with you. Miss you last week. Uh, we were in transition as a family. Um, but we're right back in the saddle. Look, I hope you caught our last uh, podcast. Five of the most successful people I know, part one. Right, and so this is going to be part two. We did three interviews on the first part, and we're going to do two on this one. Basically, the ideas that I call um, five of the most successful people I know, right, um, and people who I know who have basically got it out the mud. People I know who have. Uh, started at the bottom and have used godly principles to succeed and to uh, build um, their businesses, their careers, and to do it in their own lane, which is very important. So many times people are unsuccessful because they're running the wrong race, right? You know, my wife and I were avid fans of the Olympics. And, you know, they have the 100 meter, the 200 meter, then they have uh, the one, uh, one, one by 400, uh, you know, then they have the Catalans, right? And so the Catalan guy is just a guy or a lady who is good at a lot of things, right? but they not really great at anything, right? And so you have to understand, perhaps God has called you to be a decathlete, or perhaps God's called you to be a specialist, right? A sprinter. Perhaps God's called you to be a hurdler. Perhaps God's called you to be a high jumper. But the key to your success is to find out where God wants you to be, not where man wants you to be. That's good right there. If you find out where God wants you to be, guess what? Then God will be right there with you. In other words, you may be looking for God's favor, God's hand, God's blessing. Um, You may be looking for your breakthrough. But perhaps that breakthrough, that blessing is in the place to where God has designated and desires for you to be. All right? And so let's get into this. We're going to make our first call. Our first call. And like I said, it's 100% raw. Um, these people don't know I'm calling. Um, so um, let's see how this first call goes. Here we go. Let's see. Hold on one second. Let's try back. 
here we go. Our next call. Let's go. I did face the hell on. This thing keep going to face the hell on say. I am do call now. <laughs> yes, buddy. I just made face him. Here we go. Man. What do David? <laughs> What's going on, man? I FaceTime you by mistake twice. Oh, no, man. I'm trying to teach this girl how to ride a bike. What you got going on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nothing much. Man, I'm, <laughs> I am live recording for my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that make you, hey, girl, you ran through the bushes. That's going to make it even better. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, bro? Man, it does. So I'm doing a spontaneous call. Um, I'm calling five of the most successful successful people I know. And um, I just basically want you to be able to um, tell our audience, you know, one or two keys, you know, to your success. You know, I know that personally, let um, me introduce everybody, this good friend of mine, like, I mean, basically my brother from another mother, Romario Williamson, uh, Memphis, Tennessee. You know, I know your story, how you've, um, you've grown up in one of the most impoverished neighborhoods in the city of South Memphis. Indeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed. Uh, not the best home dynamic, you know what I'm saying, uh, parental-wise, but you didn't let that stop you uh, from becoming a great father, a great husband, and a you know, great you know man of God. So if you could just get, yeah, share with the people what you would, you know, just... You know what is what is what are some of the things that allow you to overcome adversities that you face in your life? Oh, uh, you know, I appreciate that. Thanks, thank you for that introduction, uh, David. Uh, but yeah, so I think one of the things that you know kind of make a person great in general is I think adversities in, in you know in itself. Being able to recognize that most adver- adversities help you recognize a weakness. Uh, within yourself, whether it be professionally, whether it be personally, uh, you know, it just identifies an opportunity for personal growth. And you really, you really got to understand it and grasp it, right? Mm-hmm. It's scary at first because it makes you initially you feel like all is well, and you know, and there's nothing you can do about it. You feel hopeless at times, but yeah. that's just an opportunity. Uh, the problems that people face, they're not unique. Mm-hmm. Most problems, mm-hmm. people have overcome them before, and the struggle is for one person is to figure out, okay, what can I do to overcome these things, right? Right. Other people have done them. How do I position myself and how do I grasp the proper education that I need so that I can overcome these obstacles that I face right now? And, and ultimately, you know, what they all try to, what we all try to figure out is trying to, uh, how do I want to live my life? Like, what do I want my life to look like? Like, it's not, it's no coincidence, right? Right. It's no coincidence. However your life looks today is by your design. Right. You own that. That's good. Yeah. And a lot of time we try to look at things that, hey, this happened to me mm-hmm. or something is happening to me or, you know, it was by coincidence I got this job. It was by coincidence, you know, I guess some guy put it, you know, I have this job or I lost my job. I'm trying to find something new. But a lot of times you're really just planning 
you know, checkers, you know, <laughs> you, be, you, you know, you, you're, you're trading in one coin for the next, right. but that's not truly how you want to live your life. If you really want to live abundantly yeah. and you really want to accomplish some of those things that are great in your life, not saying you have to have the most money, but in terms of being able to spend time with your family, being able to have quality time with them, like, you know, really deep, rich encounters with your family and your children where yeah. they're meaningful, those things are priceless. But in turn, and doing those things, here, it's funny how it works. The passion you have for your family, mm-hmm. they correlate to you the works that you're going to do outside of outside of your family to further enrich your experiences with them. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah so, yeah. you know, so if I if I if, if I'm crazy in love with my family right. and I want them to have the most experience, I'm going to do whatever it takes outside of my family to make sure that I can provide them that type of life, make sure I can provide them the type of experiences, make sure I can, I can be present for them at all times. Because, you know, you, you really have to understand how to coordinate all of those actions together. Right. And tr- to truly understand yourself, um, what you're willing to do, what your tolerance is and be honest with yourself. First off, you got to be honest with yourself. If you know that, you know, you're that, you know, someone lays out a blueprint for you and you're not able to commit to it fully. Hold on one second. Turn around, Ramsey. Yeah, you're not able to fully commit to it. Right. You got to be honest with yourself. And then ask yourself, is this truly what I want? Do I truly want to live this life or am I just saying that? And it's okay to not, you know, it's okay if that's what you want to do. Just be honest with yourself. I think that's more important than anything. People are not truly, genuinely honest with themselves. Because right, right. to, to become successful, it takes work. There is no fly by night. You will hit a Bitcoin once in a million years. Right. To be consistently hitting, hitting those measures of success, it takes work. Right. There's, it's no coincidence to that. Just like it's no coincidence that you know Warren Buffett is uh, the, <laughs> one of the richest people uh, on earth. It's right. no coincidence that you know a person who lives and dies working in a post office. There's no coincidence. That's, that's, it's, it's the same thing. It's about the effort yeah. that you put into your own personal life. Right. And it's a choice that a person makes, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And like you said, like nothing wrong with working in a post office, you know? No, and, there's nothing wrong with it. But yeah. you got to be honest with yourself. If you That's where you want to be. Just be honest with yourself. Right. Don't, you know, don't make your, your, your inability to, 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 to chase your success somebody else's problem. Right. right, right, right. You know, uh, hate is just confused admiration, right? You know, people are saying, hey, somebody hating on me. Well, they're not really hating on you. They really admire you. Yeah. But yeah. your your successes remind them too much of their failures. So good. it's really an opportunity. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's really an opportunity to really partner with that person whom you think is hating on you or whom you may be hating on. Right. You know, so it's, it, you just got to really look at things a little bit differently. We all are trying to achieve the same things. Right, right. No, no, no. That's good. That's good. And so... Like, you know, right now, I guess, you know, I could call that a, a good time or a bad time. because no, like, it's a good time. Right, right, right. You, you, I mean, you out there teaching your, your youngest daughter <laughs> how to ride a bike. You know, it couldn't be, uh-huh. it couldn't be more real. But that shows how you, you're willing to go hard outside the home so you can create the home life that you desire for your wife and for your kids. Absolutely. Talk about how valuable time is to you and, you know, how that relates to a person exchanging, you know, time and money. Talk about that a little bit. Well, you know, when you think about, you know, time, it's really your most valuable asset. There's nothing greater than that, to be honest. Um, People can't overlook that. But time, you you know, if you look at things holistically, 
I can, we've all had money. We've all lost money. Right. So that gives you an idea of the value of money. But you've never bought time with money. You've never mm. gotten additional time. Mm. So if you truly understand that, you know that time is the most precious asset that you could ever have. Yeah, time you can spend with your family, time you can spend, you know, enriching yourself, improving yourself, d- developing a legacy, and mm. all of those things. So, you know, when I think about, you know, wh- what that looks like for, for me, mm-hmm. um, being time allows me to be available. Yeah. for the things that I say that I love or the things that are important to me, right? right? right. Um, so uh, putting that in perspective, so how do you arrange your life so that you can have either more or less time? Those are things you got to really think about. In the beginning, though, here's the sacrifice. Either, you know, when I was younger, I used to think about this, okay, either you're going to have money and no time or time and no money. Mm-hmm. You got to understand that. When you're starting off, it's always going to start with one of those two paradigms right. you don't have time or no money you have money or no time <laughs> right. and, and and the separator from that is term it comes into what people do with their money that allows them to have more time mm, right good. yeah so yeah. you really got to look at it in, in from that construct right. and uh for me i always try to make sure no matter what opportunities that present themselves it at least provides me with it, it has minimal impact on my time no right right uh, I need to have the ability to focus on my family. I need to have the ability to focus on whatever else, you know, whatever my next venture is, you know, whether it's buying additional real estate or whatever the case may be. All that happens with me being able to be free, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, time is is, is 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 far more important to me than anything, to be honest. Oh, no, that's good. That's good. So, yeah, yeah, like I said, I know, man, you got a beautiful family, uh, you know, <laughs> great, great wife, good support system. And your wife, you know, she's a boss in her own right, right? Um, right, right, right. How, you know, how does that work when you, um, you as the man of the house, but your wife, uh-huh. is, your wife is just, just as much of a boss. What is one, what are one of the ways you guys have found balance in your home uh, to be able to uh, allow that to work, you know, in the way that it has? I mean, to be honest, I mean, a lot of it comes with compromise, you know what I mean? Uh, she has a, you know, at one point she had to find a balance and knowing when to switch that off, you know, of course. Right. Uh, you know, in order for, you know, me to lead the home in the way that I see fit and direct my family in terms of the direction I think that's best for us and the, the next move we should be making. Right. Um, you really have to, but you, they have to be able to respect you in that resort. Part of women being able to respect you in that, you know, is being able to trust you and have confidence that whatever decisions you're making as a leader, that they trust your leadership. And that comes with, you know, that, you know, trusting a leader just like at work, it happens over time. Yeah, it's proven, right? Good, good. So, you know, uh, it doesn't happen just because you say you're married. That, it, it happens <laughs> over time. <Right. laughs> uh, so, you know, I think proven leadership allows for uh, a balance in any relationship. So once you can prove that you're reliable, once you can prove that you're a provider, once you can prov- prove that you are a leader for the family, once you prove that, you know, people want to trust, you know, yeah. the same way you want to trust your spouse, you know, you, just, you have to see it a little bit. And, yeah. and you know, we, we all come from similar backgrounds. So um, everybody wants to pre- self-preserve and protect themselves. So you just got to provide the avenue for, you know, where trust can be built and that you can, provide the pathway where, you know, um, your leadership can thrive and also her leadership and her respective areas can thrive, you know, within the home, whatever that may look like. No, no, that's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, man. No, that's, that's some good stuff. So <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I know you grew up, like I said, um, you know, 
you know, different family dynamic. Uh, didn't necessarily have your father at the home with you. Um, but you, you know, in my my estimation, in my eyesight, knowing you, you know, almost for three decades, I'm, you know, I, I've, you know, I've seen the father you've become, and you, you know, you're a great father just for me and you, man to man, brother to brother. I appreciate it, brother. You uh, too. Yeah, I want to tell you that. And so, what are you? What What are some of the things that you're doing? Because I know you have, you know, two girls that you're raising. Um, what are some of the things that you're doing and you're trying to do to ensure? that they are able to become their own women in this world, but at the same time, you know, um, you know, have those values that you and your wife are set, set up in your household. Um, you have to, you know, I have girls, so, you know, I want to make sure I provide opportunity for them to have some sort of independence so they can make some mistakes, allow them to fail a little bit, but also allow the opportunity for them to recover quickly. They really, you know, the key is really, uh, I've learned is to fail quick. Yeah. Fail quick. Fail and fail quickly so that you can recover quick. Mm-hmm. That way you can begin to problem solve. You can begin to evaluate what opportunities are, are are apparent for you and how to how to problem solve. I think that's really critical for our generation is for them to learn how to problem solve. They don't really do a good job of that. So that's one of the things I want to make sure that I do is help them understand what they're feeling, right? Yeah. They're girls. <laughs> but also be able to communicate their feelings and, and find comfort in communicating your feelings and, and being... Um, um, sound in what they feel and right. being able to communicate effectively. I think that's really important to me and, and being able to reason how to problem solve. <laughs> so if you can tell them what the problem is, you can clearly communicate it. Now you and I can work together in terms of figuring out a solution. If mm-hmm. I do that with them daily, mm-hmm. um, they developed some of those same critical thinking skills that I have. Mm-hmm. So you, you're kind of preparing them to be uh, a good leader to preparing them to be good wives in the future, preparing them to be good partners, good citizens in society, right, good contributors right, in society. Right. So, you know, and, and that's what we need. I, I believe we need more leaders and thinkers mm-hmm. um, in their own regards. But, um, you know, that's one of the things I try to always think about with the girls. No, no, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I like that. You know, you're saying you allow them to become themselves and to make mistakes. Right. And how they can, you know problem solve within themselves and then if they need you or your wife you you guys are there to help them along the way yeah 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 no that's good that's good yeah man no i appreciate the time is that anything you else you want to leave with the people um anything else you want to say to the people today um you know i just want to encourage people you know um there is light at the end of the tunnel there is an alternative path right there's not. There's more than one way to do things. Don't let anybody tell you different. Your life is yours. This is, you don't get a test run. This is it. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is you want to do, whatever it is you want to try to do, do it. I mean, you've grown. Nobody's <laughs> here to judge you anymore. Yeah, right. right. Uh, you know, uh, you're responsible for all the outcomes that you have. Yeah. You know, you get credit for trying. I remember, um, who said this? I believe it was Nas or somebody, you know what I mean? He said, that, you know, he was talking on one of his records. He was saying that, you know, uh, they were calling him a failure because his marriage didn't work out. But yeah. then he went back and said, Hey, you're the failure. You didn't even try. You're not even yeah, trying to love anybody. Right, All right. you care about is yourself. Yeah, you can't yeah. win if you don't try. <laughs> right. So there, there's some glory and there's some power in trying right. and going after what you, what you love and what you want to do. You right. can say you try. Right. Right. 
And if it don't work out, you know, like I said, try, try again. Try know? again. Try, yeah. try again. Yeah. This is life. Just keep trying. You got the energy now? Do it. Do it, right. Just do right. it. Right. Yeah. And you'll pick up some gems along the way. And as your passion aligns with your efforts, things will begin to align with you as you're and it'll enlighten your mind, enlighten your your thinking and, and create a pathway for whatever your endeavor is to align, you know, so so that those opportunities can align and yields some fruitful dividends for you. It, it, it will happen. I'm telling you, it's just a matter of you just being consistent with that uh, effort. Yeah. 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 No, that's good. That's good, man. You know, I appreciate you, brother. You know, I definitely <laughs> love you, man. I love uh, you too, bro. Yeah. 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 So I appreciate your time. Tell everybody we say hello, man. And uh... I will do, man. This girl, man, she's, she's, she's a persistent. It's the middle of the night. She wants to learn how to ride this bike, man. That's she's good. not giving up. That's good. That's good. I mean, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, if you need anything, thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate you, and I love you, brother. Oh, yeah. Love you, too, brother. All right. Y'all be safe. Take All care. All right. You, too. Thanks. Right. So, yeah, this is part two, five of the most successful people I know. That was my guy, uh, Romario Williamson, we met at a um, company we worked at years and years ago, Fortune 500 company, and I often talk about um, you know what they say, young people say, if you know, you know, um, great times, great, 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 great times working there. But look, we I gained not only a friend, but a brother for life. And so, um, look, like I'm going to do a part three on this, uh, part three on this to get this last person on. I want to really get them on the phone so that they can impart some things to you again. Make sure you go back and check out part one of this. I had um, Pastor Alan Carr, Jacqueline Carr's father on. I had Pastor Derek Ryan um, of um, Derek and the Trees Ryan Ministries, uh, uh, the Trees Ryan's husband. And um, I also had um, my sister, Jessica Clement, a club millionaire. Um, she is... Um, kingdom powerhouse make sure you check her out but go check out their podcast look a lot of nuggets a lot of wisdom in that and i hope you enjoyed this one until next time remember look god wants you to live the good life peace out